welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, Flora, you ready to get ocean grimy? Ocean grimy? Always. The ocean's disgusting. Jump right in. It's grimier than you probably think. (laughs) It's so full of salt and poop and pollution. Oh, 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 (laughs) you're right. You're fucking right. Hey, how was your week? My week has been crazy. Do you ever, on your, like, Friday, are you ever just, like, brain dead? You know? How, like, that happens sometimes where it's just, like... I'm brain dead on my Tuesday. Yeah. But then sometimes you're just like, what? Like I need to go home. I had one of those oh, moments. Yeah. So I like rushed to work and like grabbed my lunch. I had like meal prepped on my weekend. And I oh, had yeah. like enchilada casseroles like every oh. fucking day. It was <laughs> incredible. And so there's like in these little Tupperware. So I just like grab it, grab a Gatorade and go. And I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. So I like, get to work. And I put my lunch in the fridge. I'm like, well, actually, no, I lied. On my way to work, my gaslight came on. And I was like, Uh-oh. fuck, and he gasped, but I didn't really have time to stop. But I still just, like, checked, and I had left my wallet at home. And I was like, well, I don't mm. live that far, so I think it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So, number one, I had set up the fact that I had left my fucking wallet at home. So then I get to work, <laughs> I put my lunch in the fridge, I'm, like, dicking around. And one of my friends is like, we should buy, like, food for lunch. I was like, I can't, I left my wallet at home. Like, I don't have any money. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. okay, I feel you. It's okay. I'm like, I know, and I brought food, though. Like, I'm good. So then at lunch, I go, and I'm, like, so tired, and, like, it was just a fucking Friday, man, and it was just wild, and I, like, grab mm-hmm. my little lunch bag, and I clock out for lunch, and I go to sit down, and I like, get out my Gatorade, and I'm, like, slurp, slurp, and I get out my Tupperware, and I open it, and it is a Tupperware of lemon slices. <laughs> <laughs> you fool! Yeah, so I had, like, grabbed an apple, a Gatorade, <laughs> and, like, five lemon slices for lunch. <laughs> And I didn't have a fucking wallet. So yeah, my my dumb ass had like got lemons from the grocery and like cut up some slices, just like spice up my water, you know? Yeah, yeah, spice things up. And I like pre-cut them in the exact same kind of Tupperware that I put my insulin across. So then I like beg my coworkers to buy me fucking lunch because I didn't have fucking money and I didn't have gas to go anywhere. (laughs) It's like a nightmare, nightmare day. What a mess. Yeah, so that's me. That's that was my week. Fuck. Uh, speaking of turd brain, the other day I uh, I clocked in and I like get to work and a couple hours later I get on our computer to like write on our daily report, immediately go into our clock in system, clock out and like get my things to get ready to leave and I was like, oh shit, I, wor- I have seven more hours here. What am I doing? Oh my god. <laughs> I had to come back and be like, hey, sorry, I'm still here. I don't know why I did that. <sighs> my managers are just like, um, yeah, you're still working. <laughs> Autopilot, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, not great. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Plus, like, I tell people this all the time, but, like, our brains have to be on 24-7 the time right. that we're at work. I realize it's not 24-7, but the time that we're at work, <laughs> like, our brains have to be on and we think of a trillion things at once. Correct. And then the moment I get off work, I turn into a slug. Like, I can't remember my name. I yeah. don't know where I am. I don't know how old I am, what year it is. We do these podcasts, and then, like, the moment we hit, like, submit, and it goes, like, on (laughs) the web, I'm like, what do we talk about? (laughs) Did I even talk to her today? Like, people would be like, oh, my God, LOL, (laughs) I love when you said that one thing. And they'll, like, make, like, a joke, like, an inside joke that I'm supposed to understand. And I'm like, 
did I did we say that? And they're like, yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't fucking no, remember. No, that happens all the time. Like you and I will constantly text each other and be like, yeah, this was funny. Did you say it? And you're like, no. Did you say it? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who said it? And then it turns out uh. it was like both of us. No, it just doesn't work. We bring lemons for lunch. Like it just our brains turn off. So my lemons. It happens. It happens. My um, lemons. Did you, like, tuck into those lemons, though? What a juicy lunch you brought. I know. I was like, wow, I love my, like, lemon-flavored apple I'm about to just enjoy. <laughs> like, this is so stupid. It's on trend, though. It's probably, like, keto, right? No, that's all meat, man. You just, like, suck on some fucking raw meat. Oh. So it's the opposite of keto. Yeah. That's, like, seco. It's seco. Calories in, Fuck. calories out. You're allowed seven Fuck. calories, and it's to lick this lemon and look at that apple. <laughs> and you're set for the day. <laughs> Sorry. It's bikini season. <laughs> I'm uh, on my lemon diet. Welcome to Flora and Fauna. It's slug season 24-7. Our bodies are slugs. Our minds are slugs. And yeah. we're slugs. Honestly, I injured myself back-to-back yesterday and today, so, like, can someone please... No, 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 it's fine, it's just dumb, but can someone please just, like, (sighs) help us? That seems, like, not on trend for a slug, though. I don't think they have body parts to wound. I think think the only wounding that happens is, like, if someone steps on them, right? They're just like, oh, oh. If someone what? Stepped on me. Oh, steps (laughs) on them? Someone, like, steps on them? Yeah. Someone, like, salts them, that would be, like, torture. That, too. Or, like, if a cat, like, chews on them a little bit. That's what my cats do. And they spit them out, and then they're, like, disgusting. They probably get, like, a little high from that, don't you think? I mean, they've got to, right? Why else would they want to? Or is it, like, bubble gum where, like, you can only chew it for a second, and they're, like, flavor's gone. (laughs) It's like that, fuck, what's that fucking gum? Like, fruit stripe or whatever? Zebra stripe? Oh, the one with the zebra? I think it's fruit stripe. Yes. That stuff has, like, flavor for, like, a tangible second. Dude, bubble tape? (laughs) Bubble tape. You can, like, gob that whole thing, and then it's, like, over in seconds. Oh, that's, like, Juicy Fruit, though, too, man. It's Mm-mm. all gums. Hubba bubba. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> how, many gums, how many gums can Flora and Fauna name? This is our new podcast, Naming Gums. Um, that's all the gums we know. Thanks for joining us this week. <laughs> Next week, we'll do a little bit more research, see if we can come up with some more gums. Thanks for sticking <laughs> this around. This week, we talked about gums. Next week. You guessed it. More gums. More gums. These are going to get shorter and shorter. <laughs> oh, God. What is wrong with us? Um, how about we talk about the animal this week? Please. I hinted that we were diving into the depths of the ocean. You did. You a, I'm ready to get a guess? wet with you. Wet and wild? Do you have a guess about what, what we're talking about? Well, I cheated a little bit. Yeah. Because I saw <laughs> you what always you always po- do. <laughs> I saw what you posted on Patreon. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, so you asked for, like, a con chondric these Ooh, look girl, at me you know i did look at look me at you. look at me <laughs> oh my god uh yeah we're talking about the whale shark this week so <gasps> last week flora decided that she was like you know what it's shark week we're not gonna talk about sharks but this week you know your favorite podcaster fauna was like i'm gonna give the people what they want so you're talking about talk like about the sharks. least shark of all sharks <laughs> People love whale sharks. I don't know what you're talking about. Incredible. Let's go back to no, they about do. Gum. They do. They do. They're awesome. They're awesome. People so anywho, yeah, we are. Let's get in these classifications because you're absolutely right. We are in class chondrichthys, which yes. is just like the coolest thing to say. Isn't it like just like bony fish? Or no, it's cartilaginous fish. Yeah. Or is it just like sharks? Um, yeah. It's just sharks. But I just want everyone here to take a minute, Dora the Explorer style. <laughs> 
Uh, we're going to pause, and okay. I want you to just say to yourself out loud, come drink these, and just feel the power, like, radiating through you. Okay, Can I ready? say it out loud? Can I do it out loud? Can I say it out loud? <laughs> <laughs> because when I watch Dora Explorer, I scream at the TV, so I'm going to be... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to count us down, we're going to say it, and then hopefully... Well, you have to ask... Of... You have to ask it, like, a question, and then we answer, right? Right, yeah. But oh, then okay, hopefully okay. our millions of it- listeners will, like, answer. Okay, 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 okay. I'm ready. The, I'm ready. I'm so ready. strong, powerful answer. So, everyone, what class do whale sharks belong in? Contractors! <laughs> yes! Very good! Yay! Oh, <laughs> fuck Woo! yeah! Got it! Got it! Got it! That's it. You're all powerful ocean beings now. I love You're it. You're welcome. We're in the order, or, oh god, Orectolobiformis. I'm sorry, did you say erect? I said orecto. <laughs> I was not talking about peenies. Okay. So just reel it in. And okay. then we're in the family Rhynchodontidae. And genus Rhynchodon. Species Rhynchodon typus. Mm, mm, mm. Rhynchodon. That sounds like a Pokemon. Oh, everything is a fucking Pokemon. Are you joking? It really is. Are you joking me? <laughs> okay, just like um, first thing I Google, I see the man. Okay, I was just about to say our favorite shadow man is back. He's for here. Size comparison. And he, he made uh, an amazing reappearance in the Kinkajou episode. He came and back with a force. Back. He was like, yeah, he really did. You miss me? I'm wearing animals now. <laughs> you thought they were just going to be next to me? Joke's on you. I also love how, okay, so the size comparison for this man, he's standing there. He's got one arm in the air waving. He's waving. There's a whale shark just chilling next to him. So I'd like to think that the narration behind this is that he's, like, perhaps walking along the bottom of the ocean. Right. Um, because, but, like, not too deep. <laughs> and this whale shark's like, I'm here, too. Yeah, because we've seen scuba. We've seen a scuba diver. I've seen one comparison. scuba diver. At least so once. who is this aquatic man? That's the question, isn't it? He's not buoyant, and he's calm and relaxed. <laughs> okay, what we know about the man. He's not buoyant. <laughs> he has no distinguishing features. <laughs> it's like one Everyone of those games. crack the case. Like, he, you, he lives next to Sally, but he doesn't live next to Linda. Right, and he's you can't not... put him in the boat with the chicken, because he'll eat oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Everyone um, knows that classic riddle. It's that, uh, it's those Blue's Clues, man. It's non-buoyancy uh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we've got one more clue to find, and then we should be able to solve it. So everyone just, like, Stay keep tuned. Blue tethered until we get the last clue. She's going to be ravenous. Uh, okay, so the whale shark is the largest known extant fish species, and it's the largest shark as well, which is pretty exciting. These guys are wow. very, very slow-moving. And they're what's known as a carpet shark, and they're filter feeders. So they um, typically only feed on uh, plankton. So they're not going to, like, swallow this non-buoyant man whole. Right. Uh, for reasons we'll discuss later, but mostly because they don't want to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, um, the carpet shark, one thing that I found really interesting is they have another term that people uh, call them, that they kind of use interchangeably. And that term is wobbygong or wobbygong. I don't know exactly yes, how they pronounce it. Yes, but it's kind of crazy, right? That's kind of a crazy word. It is, wobbygong. I, that's I so, such an Australian thing. Yeah, <laughs> right? I suppose. 
I'm just going to call it the Australians. That's your word. The Australians. If there's That's a silly you. word, it's you all. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm not wrong. Did you say carpet um, shark just like out of nowhere? What are you talking about? I did. Is that yeah, also what it's called? There. <laughs> it's a type of carpet shark. That Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're inter- uh, that name is used interchangeably with the wabigong. Um, Do you remember? But they're the, um, the common name of sharks in the family, Erectilobidae, which is what our guys are part of. Carpet shark seems like a slur for a little bit lesbians. It is. (laughs) (laughs) So let's cool it, carpet sharks. Funny enough, it is. Yeah. Oh my god, it really does. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. uh, Anyways, the uh, um, so the whale shark is the only member of the genus uh, Rhynchodon. Okay. And it's the only extant member of its own family. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's got a lonely, lot of things going for it. Lonely boy. It holds a lot of different records. Uh, namely, it's massive, right? It's the largest living non-mammalian vertebrate on the planet. So Whoa. put that in your like, pause. ocean and drink it. Yeah. This is, okay, say it again slower. This is the biggest. Okay. It is the largest living, largest living non-mammalian. Okay, not a mammal vertebrate with a vertebrae okay that's it you figured it out look at you wowzers i mean i don't know what i what i think would be bigger because like vertebrate that that rules out like the squid boys right right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean Wowie. it's big you ever seen a whale shark they're huge they're the size of a whale is the thing yo <laughs> like that's the thing <laughs> that's Oh, that's the that's the question, isn't it? Number one question: Is it a whale or is it a shark? It's a shark, because what? it doesn't. Whale shark is a shark. It doesn't breathe air from the <laughs> there outside. You there you go. Because <laughs> it doesn't breathe. <laughs> Does breathe, just not in the but way not that you air breathe. from the outside. I yeah, it's I, not a mammal. It's a it's a sh- yes, it's a shark. Yes. Does it have a <laughs> blowhole? Negative. It's Negative. This guy's got gill slits. Does he have a belly button? No. No. <laughs> Maybe he does. Maybe no, he's got, like, he a doesn't. Dent. No. <laughs> he doesn't. You know, you never know. We've all got our own quirks. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so anyways, they're not mammals. They are considered sharks. They're not considered whales. So cool. that's all you needed to know, really. We can cool. move on. Because, okay, and um, here's the other thing where I think people get torn up. Because sharks are fish. Yes, they are. And, in fact, the whale shark, because of that, is the largest fish in the ocean. Whew. I know. But what a friendly guy to have be the biggest. Honestly, he's like the best ambassador. Like he's doing so much for his his shark compatriots. People yeah. aren't even recognizing him, but he's like the friendliest guy in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like imagine uh, if he ate us and he was the largest shark in the ocean. Like that would be more of a bummer. But he's the best carpet shark around. He's the Mr. Rogers of the ocean, oh. but just like massive. <laughs> Just imagine Mr. Rogers, but like 35 feet tall. And just like a vacuum nozzle for a, a mouth. And he also, um, he doesn't breathe your air. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have a blowhole. He has his own air and he does not have a belly button, so don't even so ask So like Mr. It. Rogers, but without like erase his blowhole. Yes, yes. And put him, put him in the ocean. And make shove him, him underwater. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. 
is Mr. Rogers non-buoyancy boy? <gasps> because who else can compare even? Who else could we compare? Nothing compares to you. <laughs> there it is. Well, that's another conspiracy in the books. Shit. We always okay. knock them out of the park like that. We honestly do. They like, we want, like, we fucking just, like, one, two, punch, and then it's just, like, solved. Conspiracy solved. <laughs> um, okay, so the whale shark is huge, right? How huge. huge. They range between 8 to roughly 33 feet, and that's between wow. about 5.5 to around 10 meters. Although, there was one on record that was, a, I want to say, like, around 63 feet long. Uh, You're joking. Like that's twice as long as you said they get. I know. And there, and it's, so it was like roughly 18 meters. So like that was an extreme, but on average, their size is between that, gotcha. that range. 60 um, feet. Okay. I, you know, I always, well, how big is the school bus? <laughs> Girl, I don't know that. You think I know that off the you top of always, my head? I gotta have like, cause like that means nothing. How long is, I need my two measurements, a loaf of bread and a school oh, bus. A Everything school. fits between that range. I need, I need comparison. My brain. Okay. 40 feet. Mm. So a whale shark would be just shy of the size of a school bus. Can you imagine? That means it could fit like thirty kids in it. That's a lot. Of if kids it in wanted there. to, but but that really big one would be almost two school buses. Fuck. <laughs> okay, where do they live? They live in the ocean. But where? Where you ask? They live in the tropical Atlantic Ocean. Pacific Ocean and the Indian Oceans. Cool. However, they live in very specific latitudes, so they're okay. going to be between thirty degrees north and thirty-five degrees south. So they prefer that like warm, warm equatory kind of. Oh area. yeah. They're not really Arctic or Antarctic babes. Right. Uh, for the most part, they are found offshore. They're massive, right? They're not going to hang out in the shallows. But yeah, every so often, stuck. they have been observed coming closer to shore and can be observed there. I already mentioned that their diet consists of uh, zooplankton. Right. But specifically, there are a number of different things that they, like, specialize in eating. So there's one, maybe you know how to pronounce this. It's surgested or surgested shrimp. Have you heard of that before? No. Can you spell it? Okay. Uh, S-E-R-G-E-S-T-I-D. No. Okay. Well, anyways, um, that was listed as one of their food sources. Fish eggs, krill, jellies, copepods, coral spawn, and other small fish. Um, but there is something interesting about the way that they eat. So I already mentioned that they're filter feeders. Right. Uh, but they're a very specific, they have a very specific mechanism that they do that. So let me see if I can find that really quick. Uh, because what I want to know, they open their mouth so wide. Yeah. So like, what if something else gets in there on accident? Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. So I'm glad you asked. So let me get into how they, they filter everything and okay. I'll- Get to your question. Because, yeah, I just feel like that has to happen. So, yeah, they, like, they open their mouth in this, like, huge gaping hole. Yeah. And they basically suck all of the, like, ocean around them in. And they filter it through what's called cross-flow filtration. Cool. So, um, this basically means that the particles that come in don't catch on a filter. But instead, the water that they bring in is directed away through their gills. While the particles that they bring in with the water... Um, which tend to have more momentum than the water itself, keep going backwards toward the back of their mouth. So they kind of, like, suck it in, and, like, the water just, like, streams, like, shoots out the gills, and then the heavier, faster-moving stuff shoots toward the back of their mouth. And then, at that point, 
they keep doing that until it becomes more and more concentrated and they basically develop this like bolus this like ball of like good shit in the back of their mouth (laughs) and it gets bigger and bigger at that point once it reaches a certain diameter and it's like hanging out there at the back of their throat it will trigger a like swallowing reflex from (gasps) the shark this is making me ill swallow it is it no (laughs) that makes me ill to think about that like i'm just like sorry like, I'm eating my whole sandwich, and I'm just, like, keeping a ball of chewed PBJ <laughs> in the back of my throat until it, like, touches my fucking, like, uvula, and then I... Is that what that is? And then you swallow. No, if that was the case, though, you'd be, like, squirting the jelly out your nose That's what something. I'm saying! Like, that is giving me heebie-jeebies. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, so he, like, does that until it reaches a certain di- diameter that triggers the swallowing reflex, then he swallows. This method is said to be very efficient and does not clog the, like, filters that are in them like it like helps keep everything clean and running well okay so they have a few different types of ways in which they like suck this in so they have two suction type feeding methods it's called active and vertical suction feeding the active suction feeding is the most common one and this is usually what the shark will do if it's swimming around like normally Mm -hmm. kind of just like chilling feeding in the case of when their food is densely concentrated in one location, the shark will do the vertical suction feeding, which is the other one, and that's where they remain stationary, and they sit in, well, not sit, but they kind of float in, like, a um, sort of vertical position, and they face the surface, Oh. and then they kind of, like, suck it in that way. So it's like, <gasps> do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> that's me, though. That's the method I use, is the vertical suction feeding. Yeah, like, he's just um, a vacuum. He's just, like, a little, like, a handheld vacuum cleaner. I don't know about handheld. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a plug, does he? Well, I don't know whose hand would hold it. <laughs> God's the hand. Lord's. The Lord's hand. <laughs> it's the Lord's oh vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the Lord's dirt devil. It was um, in oh the my God, Bible. It wouldn't be though. <laughs> um, <laughs> the dirt devil. So, but, but during both of these suction feeding methods, the shark will open and close their mouth, and that creates the suction that brings in the big amounts of water. Right. Um, it's pretty cool. So they can like they have these two different methods they can use in different different ways. But Very then, okay, so. You asked how it can't just, like, swallow a man or just, like, other giant stuff, Yeah, right? like, what if, like, somebody else is, like, snacking on krill and he just, like, slurps up, like, I don't know, like, a little otter. <laughs> I don't know what would be in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good question. So they're only able to swallow small prey. Um, I think it's listed that the largest fish that they can swallow are things like sardines and anchovies. And then everything else is smaller wow. than, that, like, plankton and krill and stuff. And that's because their throat is so narrow um, that it can't actually fit anything bigger. It's often compared to the size of a quarter. But where's that big ball of shit sit? Well, that's just it. That the, the big ball is only like the size of a quarter. <laughs> a quarter? Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! How is this yeah. thing alive? Yeah, and so it just um, it just like keeps all the shit out, you know? <laughs> keep all the bad stuff out. Keep all the good stuff in. Um, but that keeps them from accidentally, like, choking on a sea otter, like you said. Right. And not that they would come across them because they're not in the same area. But anyways. I know. So I couldn't think even... of anything. I couldn't think of any animal no, in the whole world. No, that's cool. World. There was that, like, non-buoyant man. Um, <laughs> but this is really cool, too, because, like, they're massive, right? One of the first things people think about when they think of sharks is all the teeth. Like, all of them, like, scary teeth sure. in their mouth, right? That's yeah. what people, like, have nightmares about. 
Um, and so whale sharks do have a ton of teeth. They have 300 rows of tiny teeth on each jaw. And those teeth are really, really small and they point backwards. However, they don't have any function in feeding. So basically, <gasps> they're just glamour baby teeth. <laughs> yeah, they're just like leftovers from... they just there to look good. Mm, wow. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. They don't actually use those at all. It's just that filter feeding. Uh, as far as appearance goes, we already talked about size, but the whale shark is two-toned in color. Uh, it has kind of a bluish-gray overtone and then a lighter, like, cream-beige-gray mm-hmm. um, undertone. And they have light spots on its dark gray back, and the belly is they're white. They're so cute. The, I know. They're gorgeous. And the, the spots in the back are said to be, like, a fingerprint, kind of. Like, they're very – or they're unique to oh, each individual. Right. So, okay, so, like, the other filter feeders are, like, whales. I guess rays, like, all these other things are filter feeders, too. Yeah, there are a lot of things that do that. I mean, like, a lot of fish do that, too. Yeah, that's Um, just such a crazy adaptation, like, yeah, to be so big and eat such a small thing. Yep. And like be relatively like, defenseless, right? Like, yeah, you you'd think it would be the reverse. You think they'd be like out there, like eating a bunch of like huge shit, like you know, like killer whales and stuff do. Right? But. Like, why be big if your food's small? Just because you can, man. Like, if you're giving me <laughs> can. like a tiny soft taco from Taco Bell or like mm-hmm. a giant like double decker burrito, right? I want to shove that big burrito. I want down my the throat. big one. I like that feeling of just like a big ass burrito. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Know? But same. You know? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hungry. Anyways, um, yeah, so they, they are considered like big, gentle giants. So they, they're not aggressive. They tend to just kind of chill by themselves. They really don't swim that quickly because their bodies mm-hmm. are so big. It would be such a huge energy expenditure. Right. And they don't really like hunt their food. So they just like chill. Like they're the chillest things. Their typical swim speed when they're feeding. Um, at the surface is around two knots, which is on average roughly two point three miles per hour, which is a typical walking pace yeah, of that's a human. Nothing. Yes, that's when they're like non-buoyancy boys <laughs> underwater <laughs> walking speed. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that's him down there dooting along. Um, when they're like really going though and just like cruising, uh, it averages at two point five knots, which is two point nine miles per hour. I mean, like that's it's like donk. it's chill when they are like in times of stress or they feel that they've been um alarmed or whatever mm-hmm. the whale shark has been observed to accelerate to their body length per second which is a lot Whoa. um yeah but they can only do it for really short bursts because that's not sustainable in the long run so they're just yeah. basically like shoop, like get, get away get away get away and then they're like okay i'm good yeah. which is like a good adaptation right if you're like the size of a school bus you're like i'm out Pew! Yeah, that okay, would be very <laughs> startling if I was, like, coming over to, like, maybe eat you. I'd be like, oh, shit. Like, never mind that. Uh-oh. No, no, no. <laughs> He's over there now. You zoomed. I'm, uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you underwater time traveled. Yeah, not good. Um, so, interestingly, too, the whale shark is not thought to be able to breach, and this is unlike um, the basking shark. So, even that, like, within, like, the shark classification, there Ooh. are differences in, like, their behavior and their abilities and stuff like that. It's cool. Yeah, because you see some of those other fuckers, like, coming out of the water to get all the fish on the surface and stuff, or, like, krill and stuff on the surface. Yeah. yeah. So this homie nuts? can't even, he can't even do that. Yeah. 
Bass and Shark freak um, me out worse. Yeah, me too. Whale sharks are cute and they're gentle and they're just the best. Yeah. I love them. Uh, so we already talked about where they're found. Uh, let's get into reproduction. So the whale shark is considered ovoviviparous. Ovoviviparous. There we go. That's better. <laughs> ovoviviparous. Yay. It's it's hard with so many Vs and vowels. I know. Um, this basically means the embryo is formed within an egg, which hatches in the mother's uterus. Nice. So they give birth to live. Uh, they give live birth. Uh, once they reach term, the young are released into the sea, fully formed, so that's their live birth. And their litter size, um, well, there's only been one that's been documented, so scientists are like, that's probably average, right? Um, but the litter size was more than 300 pups. (gasps) Okay, how big? How big are these little things? Are they like little chicken nuggets? So I read that the pups are between like twenty one to like twenty eight inches long. Okay, that's a big which chicken is nugget. like oh, a big chicken. Yeah, nugget. it's like um, just shy of a meter, right? Yeah, that's like half a tire like, on a school bus. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Let's get back to our school bus measurements. That's what people know. <laughs> um, but still, I thought that was crazy. Three hundred pups. Like what? The um, wow. Not a lot is known about whale shark mating behavior um, because, again, it's really only been observed twice in its natural habitat and it's never been observed in an aquarium setting. So, wow. They're getting down and dirty on the down low. It's a dirt. It's their dirty little secret. Yeah, it is. They're like, we're gentle and sweet and we like filter feed, but wait till you see me in the sheets. Right? <laughs> you never will. Gentle and sweet on the street, fucking freak in the sheets. <laughs> um,. Let's see. So, I love I guess, their little eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to talk about, like, kind of what their, like, body and face looks like. I'm kind of bouncing around, but whatever. They have a broad, flat head, really small it's very eyes. very flat. F- uh, five large gill slits. They have two dorsal fins, two pectoral fins, two pelvic fins, one anal fin, and a big old tail. Um, Caudal fin. There you go. <laughs> uh... They also have a vestigial spiracle behind their eye. Do you know what this is? Have you heard of that before? Uh, okay, my cats are fighting. Oh, I heard that. (laughs) I don't, I mean, I know what those words mean, but I didn't know this one had, that whale sharks had that. Yeah, it's basically just a leftover remnant from um, past evolution with its common ancestry of the bottom-dwelling carpet sharks. So So what do they use it and like, what do other sharks use it for? I want to say, because, like, spiracles are used for, um, like, breathing, aren't they? They're used for that in insects, I know. But I would have to think that it has something to do with something like that with sharks. I don't know a lot about sharks. <laughs> I had to research a lot about whale sharks. I don't know anything about sharks, into... but this is, my, well, no. this is my episode about sharks. <laughs> no, it's an episode about whale sharks. I had a lot to research, and I was not going to research a vestigial thing that they have. Okay. That they don't even use. I will allow Anyways. it. This one time. I will allow it. They're so Anyways. visible, the, the spiracle. Yeah, well, maybe it's just like a glamour, like a little, like, you it's know, It's like a bowl. dimple. Yeah. Oh, I love that. that. A little that. dimple. You loved that. You love. Uh, <laughs> I just got a, vision of like a, got a vision of a little dimple, and I just got real excited about oh, that's it. That is so cute. I was one of dimples. Fuck. Anyways, um, so unlike most other shark species, its mouth is located at the front of its head, which we kind of talked about already, instead mm-hmm. of on the underside, um, which is the case with most others. Yeah. And they have that big old mouth, which can get up to 
uh, four feet across or 1.4 meters across located at the front of their head. So Big. like Flora was talking about earlier, our little like God's dirt devil, that thing is like mega and it just goes whoo and like That's opens crazy. up and there it is. And it's the size of a small woman. <laughs> That's a tiny woman. <laughs> She's a small. A child. We'll say it's a. It's like She's a seven-year-old. She's getting into adolescence. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> a nearly adolescent woman. <laughs> um, so inside their mouth as well, in addition to those 300 rows of teeth, mm-hmm. they have specialized flax called velums or vellums, and they stop the backflow of water as the whale shark closes their mouth, present- or preventing any loss of food. Right, because otherwise it would, like, Just backdraft back out. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess at how thick the skin of an adult whale shark can be? Three inches. Oh, shit, just more. It's four inches or ah, ten centimeters. That's uh, crazy. And it has the consistency of a very strong rubber. So this limits the possibility for other predators like killer whales to be able to um, yeah. do really much damage to them. No wonder because that, like, he, how he lived when he just boop around, but because he has tire skin... He's got he's got booping armor. He's just trying to chill, man. Just let him be. Damn. Um, unfortunately, gosh. in addition to killer whales, great white sharks, tiger sharks, and humans are some of their main predators. Yeah, but you gotta like make you a, gotta work for you it. You gotta make a day of it. Like it's not like you oh, really I'm gonna do. pop in and just like have a snack. It's like no, we work in for this food because <laughs> that is insane. all hands on deck. Four yeah. inches before you even get to yeah. anything good. Before you get to the goods. Mm. Uh, do you want to take a guess at their conservation status? Whale sharks. You know, mm-hmm. they're so big, but we kill everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say near threatened. They are considered endangered on the IUCN Fuck! red list. Yeah. Fuck! In 2016. <laughs> we uh-huh. kill everything. Why, didn't I, why don't I take my own hint? Yeah, damn I don't it, know. man. You should have. They're damn really it, big man. and charismatic, so of course we kill it. Uh, in 2016, the global <sighs> whale shark population was downgraded from vulnerable to endangered on the IUCN red list. So it's been kind of a recent push toward that. Um, do you want to take a guess at some of the specific threats that they face? Uh, fishing fucking nets. Yep. And uh, I'm gonna say also. Just like overfishing, does that count? Yeah, is that yeah, also? totally. Yeah, and then I'm sure we shoot them for something. We kill yep. them. Uh huh. <sighs> it's just like every every threat you can think of that the ocean right like deals with global like ocean te- like fucking temperature rising and yep. Yeah, so some of the main threats that they face are entanglement in fishing nets. No. Boat strikes. Oh, boat strikes. Um, because you remember that sometimes they feed up on the surface, yeah, so they're getting they're so hit slow. by boats. I know, and they're, they're just trying to get some quail. God, I hate when things get hit by boats, because, like, we say that so casually, like, oh, they get hit by a boat. Can you imagine? Like, we can't walk away from getting hit by a car. Imagine mm-hmm. a car that had blades on it. Yeah. Like, these yep. poor things, all you see are, like, boat strikes on, like, whales, and, like, oh, it just has to be, like, agony. Like, that cut your bod. Ah, uh, I hate it. That's, like, me walking down the hallway and, like, getting hit by, like, a tractor. 
Like, oh yeah. my god. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I was weed whacking and I weed whacked your back. <laughs> sorry. Are you good? <laughs> weed whacked your back is the um are you good? The title of my debut album. <laughs> hey, but are you good? Okay, bye. Good. I'm glad you're good. Just kidding. I don't care. I'm out of here. See you never. Your back's gone. Um, weren't you telling me the other day about someone was talking about boat strikes? Like, with yes, manatees or I was something. reading about manatees in fucking Florida, and all I do is get oh, hit by yes. boats. Yeah, and then people are like so shitty about it, and all they want to do is drive their boats everywhere. And it's like, yeah, people who don't even like have boats are like, me should be able to have boats. And it's like, you don't even have a boat. Endangered. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, and especially in the case of like, like manatees are kind of a similar thing in that they're just like really chill and like oh, slow yeah. moving, and they're just like doing their own thing and then we come up and like literally like you said like weed whack the shit out of them i know and then like go on our happy way it sucks so they deal with that um just like a lot of the stuff in the ocean they're dealing with ingestion of debris and oh i microplastics. just googled and manatees aren't endangered anymore <laughs> well that's good <laughs> as of like 2017 okay i'm not up on my manatee facts anymore y'all i'm sorry this isn't the manatee this episode, isn't a fucking so yeah so why are you even why do you even care right now? We good. We good. We good. Just close your ears to that part. Um, but they do ingest, like I said, the the debris and microplastics in the ocean. Oh, they choke which, like, everything micro does. beads. Fuck. And then um, there is unregulated tourism that can sometimes negatively affect oh, their populations. Hell yeah. And so like human interference is a big part of that as well. Yes. And in places in southern China and Oman, whale sharks are opportunistically fished. <sighs> yeah. Yikes. Um, so anyways, they, they are called, like, the gentle giants of the ocean, which I think is, like, very good PR for sharks in general, because, again, like, people, like, hate sharks, so love these guys, they're, like, wonderful, and, um, we're just doing all this horrible stuff to them, what is wrong with us? There's so many things wrong with us. Um, but there are some cool places around the world where you can see whale sharks. Actually, there's only two of them. <laughs> there's only two places in the entire world that if you want to go to, like, an aquarium and see a whale shark, that you can. Do you know where those places are? I do. Do you? Tell me. Uh, you can see them in at um, the Georgia Aquarium. Yes. In Atlanta, Georgia. And you can see them in fucking Japan. <laughs> yep. At the Okinawa? I think so, yeah. Aquarium? I made I that so. up. I'm going to Google it's it. It's either that or in Tokyo. I don't remember. Um, but it is in Japan. So, yeah, it's kind of like opposite ends of the globe. So, like, figure out which one's closest to you, man, and make a trip because they're worth seeing. Oh, yeah. Um, I know you and I have both gone to the Georgia Aquarium. Yes. And it was amazing to, see, like, see them because they're just massive, dude. Like, they... Oh, Nothing it is even o- compared. It is Okinawa. I'm so fucking smart all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my mom took me. My mommy took me to the Georgia Aquarium, and it was like the best day of my life. I loved it. It was so cool. I think they have like two or three whale sharks. Um, but it's amazing, and they're like this huge mixed tank, and you can like see how big they are compared to everything else. And they just yes. like, literally just like super chill, like float around, just like swim around above they just, everything like, else. Boop it's by. like this massive shadow above you. Oh, fuck. and you can get like all They're of. So cool. Oh god, it's like incredible. Yeah, so I think Georgia Aquarium has like the biggest aquarium in the United States, but then Okinawa has like biggest in the world because like obviously yes. an aquarium that houses the biggest shark has to be very big. It's gotta be big, y'all. 
but no it's incredible yeah, and it lives with like one. all those different animals and like i know yeah. i stalk georgia aquarium on the internet um mm-hmm. and they like train their whale sharks Yes. Yeah, it's so cool. And they offer opportunities for, like, their guests to do behind-the-scenes encounters where you can, like, go above and, like, the rafts above their big tank that has the whale sharks. And you can, like, help feed them. And you can see how they filter feed. And you can, like, they just, like, come swim up to your little raft and they're, like, fucking school bus. And you're just in this little raft. (sighs) And it's just, like, (gasps) (sighs) 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 Oh, my God. I know. Plus, their gift shop has the cutest, like, whale shark, whale, whale shark, whale shark, like, stuffed animals in the entire world. Their little eyeballs and their mouths. <laughs> I know. Oh, they're so amazing. Um, yeah. So, take a trip to your nearest aquarium, whether it be in Okinawa <laughs> or Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> I'm in um, the middle. Where? <laughs> where do I go? You just gotta start going to one or the other. Or just hope that you run into one on the way. That's right. Option two. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so there have been a couple instances of whale sharks in media. Do you know of any? <laughs> yeah, finding fucking Dory. Yeah, dude. That's that's like the main one that I found. Um, I think there's probably more elsewhere in some like did like octonauts get... or something like that because that show's great. But did you get my text. Um, that's the one that I always think of. Did uh, you get my text? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a fucking little dipshit. He's like, I ain't here. Like, my cat is on the bed. It's His back is to me, and his head is resting on my pillow. Like, I, also, okay. I also love that you can see the clock in the background. So it's just like ratting him out for going to bed early. <laughs> yeah, 8 p.m. This sleepy bitch. That's hilarious. Um, But yeah, the, uh, the whale shark in Finding Dory... Yes, she was living in the aquarium. Yes. And what was her name? Uh, Destiny. Oh, I hate that. That's a terrible (laughs) name. (laughs) I'm sorry if you're listening and your name's Destiny. That's a terrible, terrible name. Uh, she, so the background for her is she is a whale shark who used to live in the Marine Life Institute with her companion, a beluga whale named Bailey, until she yeah, and Bailey, Bailey escaped too. their habitats after Dory tells them she found her parents. Yes. So, I have mixed feelings on the Finding Dory movie. Um, I think a lot of people in the animal care industry do. Yeah. Like, on the one hand, I love Finding Nemo. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. Incredible. And so we were all really excited about Finding Dory. Yes, incredible. And I, of course, like, sobbed like a baby at the end. Like, I was, like, heaving. Yes. Um, and it was beautiful, and, like, the the visuals were great, and all of the, like, all of the different animals that they showed were so cool. There are a lot of, like, ones that aren't ever highlighted. Right. But at the same time, it did have, like, a really strange anti, like, zoo, anti-aquarium message. Yeah. That was, like, kind of there half the time and kind of not there the other half of the time. Yes. And I feel like it it's very interesting that Disney, who owns yep. Disney World, yep. which has uh-huh. Animal Kingdom, which has yep. an entire zoo with both terrestrial and aquatic animals, is, like, playing both fi- sides of the field. Where they're like, oh, we have animals yeah. in captivity, but we're going to make a movie that's, like, towing the line for anti-captivity because it's trending pretty interesting yeah and that's actually something that i wanted to like end this episode on is kind of like have you and i talk about it a little bit because i'm curious to hear what your thoughts are and like i know there's a lot of people on kind of both sides of the fence yeah 
and I don't know. It's it's like a it's a really tough thing because you're right. Like Disney's such a huge company, and they have a huge platform, and they make. I don't know. They like made a movie specifically about this, and then they kind of like they didn't really commit one way or the no, other. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Which was also kind of shitty. Like it was like I don't know. Because I feel like I if know. you were if you were anti cap, you could have watched that and been like, yes, I know this is ex- this is saying. Like, this mm-hmm. is wrong. Or you could be on, like, pro, like, animals and conservation. What the fuck? Animals in captivity. Animals in conservation. Go. And then be like, oh, yeah, there was some, like, pro captivity points. Like, that that was so wishy-washy that. It was. I feel like that's not fair, but. I think you can get the narrative out of it that you wanted to yes. wanting to see. Yes. That's what um. I'm trying to say in the end. Um. Because they'll never take a side because that's limiting money from that side, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're big business. Yep. And they're looking to, like, appeal to, like, the masses. Yeah. Which I get. I get from, like, a business perspective. But at the same time, like, you have the opportunity and you have the platform to do something that, like, really makes a positive impact. Why not do it? Like, Disney isn't going to miss out on money. Like, Disney's no. doing fine. <laughs> You know well, and I'm then saying? they make the new Lion King movie, which is, I mean, has no captivity in it at all. But then it's like they're mm-hmm. tying it into lion conservation and all that stuff when mm-hmm. they could have used anything like that for Finding Dory. Like any of that, like research or whale shark conservation or anything. I don't remember anything really tied into it, but maybe I just yeah, I don't, don't remember. But but I totally agree. Like they have Disney's Animal Kingdom and that sort of yes. like gets forgotten the moment that you have like. A movie like Finding Dory. They got goddamn dolphins in there. Can't do both. Yeah, not even just fish and shit. They've got fucking dolphins. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tricky thing. I just think I don't know. I think it's weird because I think at the same time, like they had the whale shark and the beluga in particular, they like exhibited traits of stress in their like aquarium setting, but they also exhibited traits of like, for lack of a better term, like mental illness. That was not related to them being in their aquarium setting, so oh, it was okay. like I don't I know, like it's really kind of don't confusing. This movie, I don't think. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it, it wasn't like there was a ton of it, but it was just sort of like they kind of touched on both things, but didn't really commit to either. So it was just like I said, I feel like you could get the the story out of it that you wanted to see, and you could get the messaging out of it that you wanted yeah. to see or were expecting to see. Yeah. It's but just a cop out. I don't know. I just it, was. it really is, and I just think at the same time too, they had. They had such an amazing opportunity, especially since a lot of Fighting Dory was set in, like, an aquarium setting to show all the, like, great things that they do. Well, it was a research center, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, sorry. It was, like, it was the Marine Life, or no, what was it? That was where she came from. I forget what it was called. But, yeah, it was, like, a, it was a rescue research and rehabilitation center. Yeah, that's the other Um, thing that, like, it wasn't even, it was, like, oh, we're, like, just here for entertainment like they were like rehabbed animals like bailey the thing was in there because he was like my echolocation doesn't work yeah yeah that beluga Uh, um whatever so that's why it was kind of confusing it's like they were like hinting that there were issues for them being like stressed living in the setting but then issues of them being stressed from living outside the setting and it's like what is happening um but anyways, uh, then there was that, like, lesbian couple in the movie, too. So, like, who knows what their messaging <laughs> like was. a 0.6 second clip 
of some lesbians. I know, and they were literally just like, they walked moment by. for equality. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. And like, if you didn't know, if you weren't looking for it, you would have never noticed, and you probably would have never thought that they were a couple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, oh. I think to, like, the chill. only good thing about Finding Dory that I can remember is that goddamn sea, sea lion. Oh, yeah. What good. is that little fucker's name? I'm looking it up right know, now. Man. Remember? Gerald! <laughs> Gerald! <laughs> remember he, like, steals the rock? Yeah. And he's got, like, a fucking unibrow? Yeah. <laughs> And he yeah. has that little bucket. I'm screaming. Yep. I'm screaming. I love him. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. I want that tattooed on my body. Oh my god, I love his dumb face. <laughs> yeah. Why do we good. love dumb stuff so much? That's just who we are. I think dumb gravitates to dumb, you know? But like, yeah, like Hey Hey, you know, the chicken that everybody like is obsessed with from Moana? Moana? And he's mm-hmm. like a derpy dumb chicken. We love this derpy dumb Gerald. Like, what is up with that? We just love dumb shit. That's just who we are, man. That's just who we are. <sighs> something. Something. Um, but anyways, that was the most like famous example that I could remember. Oh, for right sure. Off the top of my head, I'm sure someone also, out there is like there was Zoo an Tycoon of this. Marine Animal uh collection. Always, always, always. You could put like 75 whale sharks in a tank and it was like, not that you should. Whale shark 77's like feeling left out. <laughs> you better put him in there too. <laughs> Incredible. No. In- he needs his own tank. Incredible. I love, I'm just going to put this in here. I love playing Zoo Tycoon and I love playing all zoo games. So if there was like a zoo game coming out, like called Planet Zoo or something, it'd be like real dope and cool if they sponsored us. You know what? We've been barking up that tree for a while. Hey, <laughs> I tried Planet so Zoo. hard. I tried so Planet hard. Zoo, we are like tweeting you. We are like retweeting you. We are shouting you out in our show. Can you please? Can you please? Can like, you please? Adult- this is the most perfect platform for you. Yes. Like we spout facts and your game has facts. And like our podcast is fun. And like your game is fun. And we might say the F-bomb, but like people say the F-bomb when they play video games. So like. Hello. I play video games every day of my life. I'm like 60 hours. No, that's not true. I'm like 35 hours into Okami and I am trying to get all the collectibles and I'm going to rip my hair out. But I'm going to get there and I'm going to 100% that game and you guys can suck a fuck. (sighs) That 100% goal is a big one, man. I'm still playing Breath of the Wild. I've sunk like 85 hours into that thing. Oh, (laughs) God. I'm not even close. I haven't even done anything in the main quest. That's a sign. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, so, like, what can people do, right, if they want to help out whale sharks? What are your suggestions? Well, I'm all about that sustainable seafood. Hell yes, That's dude. That's going to help out uh, anybody. What's that? Yeah. Seafood watch, right? Yeah. And Don't mind me. I'm just unscrewing my wine. <laughs> and um, reducing the amount of plastic you use is more beneficial Absolutely. than recycling the plastic you do use. So yeah, you, you know what? You know what those three oceans. R's are? Those three R's are reduce, reuse, then recycle. Yeah, recycle. You do last. them in that order. Yeah. You don't do recycle first. You reduce, then you reuse, then you recycle. You can like check your face wash, face wash, fish fish for microbeads. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. I know a lot of companies in the last couple of years have like basically got a huge slap on the wrist. They're like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Well, they're, they're like, like oh, banned shit. in everywhere but here, for God's sake. Because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can't take away my guns and you can't take away my goddamn micro beads. Okay? <laughs> Just fucking try. I need a physical exfoliant. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, what are, what are those called? Peach pits aren't gonna do it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. I think I think I think those are all good suggestions. Also, ecotourism. If you do decide to go visit somewhere where there are whale sharks, looking into reputable places, reputable, reputable, reputable. I said Ovoviviparis, so we're good. <laughs> that was a hex. You just hexed me. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, looking into places who don't disturb the wildlife. Like, you don't need to touch an animal, a wild animal, or, like, fucking ride it to be able to appreciate it. So, um, Or, like, like, beat it up with your boat. Yeah, don't fucking chop its... Don't weed whack its back. Don't do it. Um, but, yeah, you're absolutely right. If you're going to do any sort of ecotourism, it can be really beneficial for that ecosystem. But, like, please... Put in a good bit of research first. Don't just go with the first one that you find that says, like, amazing natural, like, experience or whatever. Like, they can say whatever the fuck they want because they're trying to sell something to you. Yeah. So, like, try to do some research and see if you can, like, cross-reference things or if you have someone who's gone to one before, like, whatever. And, like Flora said, anytime there's an opportunity for you to, like, touch or, like, pet or cuddle or take a photo or whatever with, like, an exotic animal, sometimes that's not the best. So, like for something else yeah and i think at the same time too like supporting aquariums are a great opportunity to do so because the work that aquariums are doing conservation wise are helping the entire ocean so anything that you do to help out that entire ecosystem is going to benefit everything that lives within it so there are a lot of things that you can do a lot of ways you can get involved beach cleanups are helping the ocean too so even if you don't have money to spend or like you don't I don't know, have an idea of what to do with your life. Like, do a beach cleanup one day if you yeah. live near a beach. That's chill. And or let like us a know. Stream we'll give cleanup. you a shout out on the show. Yeah. A stream or a lake. Any body What's of up? water. They're all fucking connected in the great circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I learned from the Lion King. <laughs> That's what I learned. Um, And if you have the money, try to donate to an organization. Or, you know, or- do something that you... Rate and review us on iTunes, and we'll donate five dollars to the conservation organization of our patron's choice or ours if we use our diplomatic immunity. Immunity. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why? That's not the right word, but we'll we'll use that too. So you better because we're both guilty of our crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they hang over my head. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. I really like, I like that you brought up Seafood Watch. I think that's one that people forget a lot of times. Yes. It's good to like focus on reducing our single use plastics and it's good to, well, you know, think about ecotourism and stuff, but Seafood Watch is something that everyone can do. Yeah. People are always like, vote with your wallet, vote with your wallet. Like don't go to Chick-fil-A because they hate the goddamn gays and don't go to- The goddamn gays. (laughs) Those goddamn gays. Um, No, seriously, I haven't been to Chick-fil-A in like- forever i've been craving a spicy chicken sandwich and when people tell you to go to wendy's it's not that good i haven't had a good spicy chicken sandwich in like six years so like fuck chick-fil-a anyways yeah um, but you also sleep well at night knowing you're not contributing to homophobia it's perfect Ding. but i am probably secretly contributing because half the companies like don't tell you what they do there's like the only one that's like out and about about it but anyways um, that's why you gotta grow and eat your own chickens and oh, make your fuck. own spicy chicken <laughs> God. But then you gotta murder your own chicken. It's its own thing. Fuck. <laughs> I like kiss My it. gay chicken. I kiss it. I'm like, this is for the gays. I'm Yo, dude. so sorry. <laughs> Thank you. You're such a martyr. And the chicken's like, I was gay the whole time. You're like, I can't kill you. 
<laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, you can't win. Like, you can't win. No, you can't. You can't. But you can eat sustainably sourced seafood. Yes. So, so what I'm trying to say is, like, you vote for a wallet. Like, you don't go to Walmart or you don't go to Chick-fil-A or, like, you don't buy from – what's that guy that, like, kills all the animals? Joe Exotic. Yeah, him, but, like, the one that makes the sandwiches. Jimmy John. Oh, Jimmy John. Yeah. You don't go to those places. But then when, like, you're at a restaurant – like, for some reason, that s- seems like not the same thing, right? But you're still voting with your wallet. And, like, if yeah. no, if everybody stops eating this endangered salmon because the goddamn bears are dying or something, then mm-hmm. they're going to stop hunting the salmon and then the bears will live. It's a bad yeah. example, but it's how it goes. <laughs> Fucking easy as that. That's it. That's Conservation 101. <laughs> That's it is. It's just how it be. Just listen to us. Do it. Oh my god. Leave that fucking I just alone. preface by saying like, no gay chickens were harmed in like the making of this episode at all. Oh my god, never. But you guys, if anybody knows like where to get a good spicy sandwich, like <laughs> hit me up. Um, there's a good place here. I'll take you when you come to visit. Oh, thank you. I just want you got it. The spice. Um, and in case it's not obvious enough. Flora and I are obviously extremely behind the LGBTQ community. Oh, absolutely. We're in the LGBTQ community. We are. We're in it. We're in it. We're part of it. We're in it. Get real. Just like, just get real. You're not part of it. Who are you? Who (laughs) are you? Get out of our face. Do you still eat at Chick-fil-A? Okay, I... Maybe it's because you have, like, a weird my pleasure fetish, but I was at Taco Bell, (laughs) and you know that bitch said my pleasure when I said thank you. Oh, shit, really? Yes. I was like, oh. give me this Dilla. Oh, my God. I'm, like, on cloud nine. Oh, my God. I'm going to get fucking sloppy on this gay-friendly Dilla. <laughs> Just fucking watch me. Incredible. <laughs> uh, well, that's all I got about the whale shark. Uh, we went off the rails there at the end. Yeah, we sure fucking did. I don't know how we got onto gay chickens, but we did. I so. don't either. I don't know this. I don't Anyways, the segue. Uh, TLDL. Whale sharks, they're the largest fish species in the ocean. They are a shark. They are not a whale. They're the largest non-mammalian vertebrate in the entire world. So they're big. They're about the size of a school bus, if you want to use Flora's size analogy. (laughs) Thank you. Um, They can reach upwards of the size of a school bus. But generally, they feed on very, very small things like um, sardines at the largest, all the way down to krill and uh, uh, zooplankton and stuff like that. And they're filter feeders. They kind of whoosh all the water in, shoot it out, and then keep the yummy stuff inside. Uh, what else? What else? What else? They um, move very, very slowly because of their size, and they are typically a very cool kind of dark gray to like bluish gray color on their back with white speckles, and then they have that kind of white underbelly as well. The speckles all over their back are unique to each individual, so they act as a sort of fingerprint. And then when it comes to their mouth and eyes, they have very small eyes and a very, very large kind of ovular shaped mouth that can be upwards of four feet across or just over a meter. Uh, what else? What else? They're ovoviviparous, meaning that they have an embryo inside of an egg that hatches inside of their uterus, and then they give birth to live animals, which is just fucking nuts. Uh, and there was only one documented birth on record, and it was over 300 pups, That's so like, who knows what's nuts. real or not. Yeah, right? They typically live in the range kind of all across the ocean, across the Atlantic, Pacific, and Indian Oceans, but between 30 degrees north and 35 degrees south, so kind of that middle part of the globe. And you can only see them uh, in aquariums in two places in the entire world. It's in the Okinawa Aquarium in Japan, 
and in the Georgia Aquarium in Atlanta, Georgia. So make sure you go and check them out if you ever have the opportunity. They're incredible animals. They're definitely considered the gentle giants of the ocean. They're not aggressive. They like, you know, eat plankton. They're really chill. They move really slow. And they're a really amazing ambassador for sharks in general. Unfortunately, they are listed as endangered and they face a lot of different threats. Kind of everything that lives in the ocean faces the same threat. So a lot of it is based on pollution, hunting, fishing, humans being terrible, all that fun stuff. And so if you want to help them out, we recommend that you uh, get involved with Seafood Watch, which is a way that you can make sure that you're eating sustainably sourced seafood, whether at home or in a restaurant. Um, you can also look at reducing your plastic consumption to keep it out of our waterways. You can look at participating in a beach or other waterway cleanup. And you can also um, try to support ecotourism that does not directly negatively impact whales. So ones that aren't going to be like driving boats over their heads or like spearing them with harpoons, like stuff yeah. like that. Try to go for one that's like more educational yeah. <laughs> kind of look and nice touch. and pleasant. Nice and pleasant. That's it. That's all we got. Wow. Wow. I just want to go back to the aquarium and see the whale sharks I know. again, honestly. They're so cool. They're so magical. Aquariums are magical because you're like indoors and there's like water around you. <laughs> and the lighting and the music is always it's the very lighting. good. The, it's like, kind of dark a little oh, bit yeah. and you sort of feel like you've like stepped into a bubble outside of time and space. Right? You get a very nice feeling being there. Oh, Plus, their man. gift shops are always, like, very good. They're very good. Very good. Uh, so, anyway, that's all we have for you this week. Um, if you guys like this episode and you're interested in listening to more, we have tons of episodes listed on every podcasting platform. So, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, um, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Podbean, all, Apple the, Podcasts, all the hits. Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Hell yeah. yeah you, can, you can find us there. You can find us everywhere. Uh, each week we discuss a new animal, and every so often we answer questions from all of you. So if you guys are interested in having a question answered on the show, feel free to reach out to us at keeperchat at gmail.com, or you can message us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We're active on all of those. Uh, speaking of, make sure that you follow us on all of those platforms. We're especially active lately on Twitter, and that's sort of our like really strange like middle-of-the-night stream of conscious thoughts, whereas mm -hmm. our Facebook and Instagram are more of the like <laughs> composed professional things. So if that floats your boat, I would recommend checking it out. Uh, and then on top of that, like Flora mentioned earlier, we also donate $5 to conservation every time that you rate and review us on iTunes, regardless of, your, of what your rate or review are. <laughs> we will still donate. So this month, and I think we're going to like rope in the ones from last, or was it this month and the next month? Yeah, or this last one month? and the next. Anyways. Well, la the last no, two months. Because now it's August. I forgot. So like July and August, I think, are CCF, right? Yes, yeah. So the last two months we're going to kind of combine, since we didn't have too many of those, but we're going to donate the money that we received from the ratings and reviews to the Cheetah Conservation Fund, CCF, since they had some issues with um, cheetah cub trafficking, and so they're in need of some assistance. So we're going to send some money there. But if you guys are interested in having a say in the type of animals that we talk about on the show or the content that we produce, consider joining us on Patreon. We have a bunch of patrons. It's a really great community, and they help us decide the kind of stuff that we do and they get to vote on the animals that we talk about um they also get exclusive bonus episode and mm -hmm. behind the scenes content from us and we also recently um introduced another platform for them to kind of communicate with us it's and like share discord. memes and all that kind of stuff yeah it's called <laughs> discord um but anyways it's five dollars a month if you decide that you want to become a patron and for that you get all that bonus content and you also get all of the extra bonus episodes mm -hmm. 
um, that we've previously produced right away. Instantaneously. So mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? Wow, we. No. <laughs> wow, we. <laughs> you done did it. Done fucking did it. Everyone buckle up. Don't go to Chick-fil-A. Ugh, Kiss your grandma. Hard. Think about whale sharks. Reduce your plastic consumption. Rate and review us on iTunes. Rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're here. All right, folks, that's it. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Smell you later.